What's up, guy? Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, guy. I have a very special guest with me today. Um, someone very near and dear to my heart. It's my production team in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's Swanee. Swanee Garcia, everyone. Say hello to the people. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> so Swanee is here today to discuss a few topics, particularly centered around feminine femininity, right? The Miami woman, double standards w- when, between women and men, feminism itself, and a little bit of everything. We're going to discuss it together. We're going to discuss it together. We have a friendly conversation. And hopefully we don't get into an argument at some point. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. We have, we have all eyes on us. <laughs> so Swanee and I go way back. I met Swanee in high school. And we didn't really get along at first. We still don't. We st- <laughs> <laughs> Swanee, no, but we're, we're really good friends. And um, we, we hang out often. I miss her birthdays often. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I actually just missed her birthday this weekend. So this is why I have her on. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, we're really good friends. And <clears throat> I honestly think she is well-equipped to speak on this subject because well number one she's a woman and who better to speak about women than an actual woman um and she she has a background of always trying to promote femininity and what it is to be a woman she's also worked in several magazines and stuff and written articles about uh latinas in the workplace and the beauty of every type of female body and all this stuff i have you have i appreciate that do you want to say anything on any of that or um yeah I mean, <coughs> a little I background on yourself talking about the the subject and i'm glad you think i'm qualified for it i don't know anyone else that's why she's here <laughs> um, i yeah i love the subject and i could just you know talk about it for a long time i yeah. are you gonna talk about my youtube channel or should i plug it in <laughs> Shamelessly plugging in who Swanee is. Swanee Garcia. She's a writer from Miami, Florida. She, uh, this was, is the intro I sent This is the intro she sent me, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Mm-hmm. Let's, I'm all about being authentic, right? Let's intro. just like... No, I took out the end. <laughs> <laughs> she was formerly in PR, but now she's a writer and covers lifestyle topics in publications like Pop Sugar, Refinery 21, and Birdie. 29. 29. Mm-hmm. Refinery 29. And uh, a lot of these lifestyle topics have been female-oriented, like I said, towards the Latina woman, um, towards females in the workplace, you know, beauty of all shapes and sizes, etc. She was also working on her first book, which I'd like to congratulate. I'm not at liberty to say what the book is about. You know, her people have told my people, each other. (laughs) We're each other's people. (laughs) We can't disclose that that information yet, um, but soon. Soon, soon. We'll, be, we'll do the big reveal. And um, not on my channel, though. <laughs> on mine, Swanny Garcia, follow me. <laughs> so she has a YouTube channel where she overshares about her life and career. And she is also on the top 1% of oldest people on TikTok. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Top vieja. Top 0.5. It's top vieja. And now that I turn 29, it's even worse. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, did you, how do you feel about that? About my age? Hmm. Sure, about your age, right? We're talking about women. How's it, how do you feel about getting old as a woman? 
I'm getting old. Yeah. Older. Yeah. I think getting, I think it's <clears throat> it's been nicer to be older. You're more sure of yourself. At least I am. Um, Do you worry because of like the perceptions that are painted about a woman getting older? I don't worry. Not yet. I don't think I'm at the age to worry. Um, but I always get like, oh, when are you going to settle down? When you have a family? And I feel like that's something that everybody gets at my age, especially like if you're Latina. Um, but it still doesn't annoy me because I'm still at a place where I'm like good with where I am. You know, I'm not like rushing into get getting into anything. Okay. I mean, shit. Even me as a guy, like I feel rushed to like you know get a family and do these things. And- yeah. And my body doesn't biologically stop producing, like, you know, to have or get dangerous to have a kid or whatever. So I can imagine it's even more like yeah. just pressure, you know, yeah. societal pressure, family pressure, <clears throat> different yeah. types of like. I mean, I had like my mom's cousin asked her if I had a boyfriend yet because I was getting older and then I wasn't going to be able to have babies. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. My, my, my mom tells me the same shit. Like, you need to start having kids because a woman your age. Her organs shut down. I'm like, they don't shut down. Like, yeah, you need to you know, chill out, mom. <laughs> She's probably watching, but she no. <sighs> um, so one of the first things I wanted to touch on was, since this is a Miami podcast, I want to touch around the Miami woman. Who is the Miami woman? What is the Miami woman as a, as a human, as a creature? Um, and like everything in the city, there's so much diversity when it comes to everything. So there's so much diversity in... <clears throat> women as well you know physically internally mentally emotionally many things but there's also a stereotypical man woman that they all kind of share you you do in, in any city you know every human being shares the same kind of quality you know where i'm going with this yeah I'm, but I'm, even in small sort of ways but it's you know you, everyone's a product of their environment at the end of the day um so for you specifically what does it mean to you to be a Miami woman? What is the Miami woman and how does she differentiate from the New York woman or the Colorado woman or whatever? Um, I mean, I don't know because there's so many people that are from different backgrounds here. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could say, you know, the Miami woman comes from a Latinx background. From everywhere. Yeah, from everywhere. Okay, like but that's, speci- that's, even, that's specific more itself. More than other places, <clears throat> um, depending on where you go in Miami. You know, like Doral is like, it's, it has more Venezuelans in there, and like Hialeah has more Cubans, so. I mean, the stereotypes. Yeah, that's a stereotype. I mean, it's a stereotype, Doral but it's suela. also the, the demographic of it. Like, yeah, there absolutely. are more people in certain areas from certain backgrounds. Absolutely. Um, but in describing the Miami woman, what would you say is are they is it, is there superficialism involved? Are they do are they grounded in who they are as as people? Like how would you? I mean, think about it. You you were raised by yeah. a human woman. You are from Miami as well. A bunch of your homegirls, our homegirls, are Miami. Like yeah. think about who they are as people and kind of describe them in contrast to maybe from you know from your college town. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. there's big differences. Like, yeah. You know. So I can describe me. <laughs> okay. And my experience when I went to college. She doesn't want to get shit on her. This is too much pressure to like encompass all of this <laughs> in okay. one person or like in one prototype of a person. Um, so you can describe various yeah. people. You don't have to name them. Just like. I mean, I think my experience like going out of, I went out of state to college, to Hampshire College in Amherst, Massachusetts. And I mean, there were so many, there, were, there was just like a world of a difference between 
where we where we came from and it's like from a metropolitan city to mm-hmm. like being in a small town and um but I guess like what people told me because I went to school with another Miami friend and they just always loved to hang out with us because we were just always like making jokes and having fun and we really enjoyed like going out and just getting like the most of the college experience yeah. um so so I think people have this conception of like Miami people having this sort of liveliness mm-hmm. and culture and culture or it's like this particular type of culture, you know? Um, and what else? Um, something that I didn't like when I went to school is that I felt that other people had gotten a better education than I, a better like fundamental, like elementary education and uh, high school education. Because <clears throat> um, they went to private schools yeah, or whatever. Because I mean, it was true. <laughs> like. Um, I just feel like the school system here is not the best, but... Um, but that's in Miami or just public schools in the U.S.? Public school, I mean, my experience was Miami, you know, public schools in Miami weren't the best. I had to try really hard to, you know, get the best teachers in my high school um, because they weren't all the best ones. And, you know, you could sit in a class all day and not really they don't care, anything, yeah. right? So then what, when you get to college <clears throat> is that when that sort of becomes a thing, and you realize that you're like, oh, I missed on, I missed out on so much education. All these people know so much more than me just because they were able to have access to like this other education. Or just you, you realize the discipline that it takes, like in college, like fuck. Now I really have to pay attention. Like you know, like in high school, like I would take off or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But like now, like and because no teachers really didn't, in my experience, they didn't really pressure you. They would scream at you every now and then, but they didn't really pressure you. Like, hey, pay attention to right. this. Like, which is like, if you weren't paying attention, then you weren't paying attention. <clears throat> and then in college, you kind of still have that mentality, but then you kind of snap into it because you're older and you're paying for it. And you're like, wait a second, like, yeah, no, I need to like yeah. buckle down. And it's like all this literature and all of this knowledge that they were taught that we maybe weren't or that, like you said, like we didn't have to pay so much attention to. And I think that's a conversation that I had with my other friends who also went out of college. Um, my friend who studied engineering, just like people had so much more of a better like foundational education that mm-hmm. I did when I got there and I think that's like a an unfortunate side of like coming from Miami I guess yeah yeah and like going to other places and also we <coughs> add like the accent right that you get in Miami that you think that yeah, we you all, don't have we, an accent <laughs> we all sound like Lucy Lopez yeah. as soon as we cross Broward but border if, guys. yeah but I don't, I don't <coughs> think the accent is unfortunate I think it was difficult for me to like speak up in college when I got there because I sounded so different and then once Did I got you try to, to like lower the, the yeah like I, I just I didn't want to answer some questions like and my my classes were structured where they were very conversational uh-huh. and so it was a thing for me um, when I first started school but then I like just you know grew into it and I was like this is who I am and I think that's also like the beauty of getting older and accepting where you are it's like this is who you are and like how I sound and that's that's it my things. What I have to say is just as valuable as what somebody else has to say, and it doesn't matter if it sounds different or not. There you go, the Miami woman. The Miami woman. <laughs> That's true. See, you came full circle. There you go. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. <laughs> Prof- <laughs> professional. <laughs> Miami education system. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but with a lot of, with a lot of that comes double standards, right? It's we're in 2021. <clears throat> and we've come such a long way with equality between men and women and LGBT and just whatever you define yourself as. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Counter. 
Um, but we're still, I guess, not far ahead enough. There's still a lot of double standards, even subconscious ones that we apply to ourselves and we apply to other people. There's a lot of things that men can get away with that women cannot get away with and vice versa. And vice versa. So for example, if a woman is out here being sexual and being and having sex with whoever she wants, she's going to be labeled a slut most of the time, right? A man does it, you kind of get celebrated for it in a way. Um, or it's I'll, like, oh, that's just what men do. Or it's just what men do. It's, it gets excused. But vice versa, let's say, I don't know, um, you're going out and we go to the same club. Who's going to save the line? Who's going to get free drinks? Who doesn't have to pay? That's well, a double. who earns more? No, no. That's, <laughs> that's later on in the show. Okay. <laughs> well, I think like a good double standard for men, that's something that's coming up now, is a whole like painting your nails thing, where it's like Bad Bunny is doing it. And... More artists are starting to do it. There's a stigma like, behind that. Yeah, right? and it's like, oh, like you shouldn't do that. It's not masculine. It's not, masculine. It's not manly. But we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, that's a that's a whole. Yeah, I guess it is a double standard. I mean, at the same time, it's a yeah, it's a personal preference. But I guess there it could yeah, it is a double standard. So there's a lot of things in that scenario. <sighs> Let's go to the sexuality thing, right? Okay. So as a woman, you go out, have sex with whoever you want, as you should and could, or whatever. You know, it's your prerogative. And as a man, you do so. But let's say you're going to go out and date some, some you like someone. <clears throat> and that guy then finds out, well, she's out here, you know, just fucking whoever she wants. And that guy's mind that flips like, yeah. oh, she's a slut. Yeah. But then vice versa, that happens with a guy and a girl. And the girl's like, well, he's a guy, you know, whatever. Man. He, as long as he doesn't cheat on me when we're together. Blah, blah. How does that make you feel? How does that, as a woman, like what, what goes through your head? What are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I feel that I've been lucky to, like, encounter guys or, like, my romantic relationships have been, like, the people that I've, my romantic relationships have been with people that have, just don't have, like, that sort of approach to things. Okay. More, um, more open-minded, free-spirited type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that bothers me a lot about that is how women are perceived, like, <laughs> So, sorry, <laughs> with how we started talking about this, I don't know if you remember, it was because you had posted something um, on your Instagram and it was like I'll a kangaroo <laughs> with like these like really loose like lips or whatever. And then it said something like, oh, women, when they sleep around or something. And so those are the kinds of attitudes. Let me, hold on. <laughs> it, was a, it was a joke. <laughs> Let me not get canceled. Yeah. It was a joke, and yes, it was a kangaroo with its it had just given birth and its vagina was just fucking blown out. And it said, uh, I don't remember verbatim what it said, but it was uh, women women when they're ready to settle down and, and you know like and marry you or whatever. So it was like kind of making fun <laughs> of like you chasing a girl, but then she doesn't pay attention to you because she's fucking half the world, and then she's like, okay, I'm ready now, and she's like. So that's actually how this yeah, yeah this yeah. conversation did get started. And she was like, well, Josh, like, that's not true because, well, finish. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good conversation <clears throat> because I think it's something that you always hear and see men talk about. So, like, how are we ever going to get past that point if we don't have these Just conversations? the kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> we got to, like, insert the picture of the kangaroo. I'm going to edit the kangaroo picture in here. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, these are, like, the exact moments when, women who have more of a background on feminism mm -hmm. or any type of equality, not just towards women, but to any minority, um, 
that we can like you know begin this conversation about why that happened <clears throat> no it's imp it's important to have these conversations and to shape your mind around these types of topics whether you agree or disagree that's fine just as long as you're actually listening because you communicate all you want but if you're not listening with an intent to understand then you're not going to get anywhere because yeah. a lot of these conversations are poguto they, they hold no basis you know yeah. people talk and talk and talk and then if you're not listening with the intent of understanding the other person then you're not really doing much you might as well just not talk yeah so it's important to listen to it with with different and i have my own opinions about uh, in regards to this i don't completely agree but i don't completely disagree either yeah. um <clears throat> a lot of the times and again this can go for both women and men just being that sexual and going around is, like you said, discarding your body. You know, it's not, you're not respecting yourself. You can catch an STD. You're just out here giving your energy and your time to anybody. Like, you know, it's, that's part of. Well, respecting yourself is like a different term, but I think I do agree with you're giving your time, your time and energy to people that maybe aren't like deserving of it. Mm -hmm. um, if at the time you feel that way, you know, like I have felt like, Sometimes, like, my energy is given and it's like, you know. You didn't get the reciprocation, no, the reward you wanted from it. You didn't feel like, you you, you wasted your energy. Sort of. Or I've, or I've been, like, I should have just, I don't know. I don't want to. I keep burping on camera. <laughs> Disgust my personal life so No, much, you don't but. have to. Or you just uh, <laughs> pretend somebody else, Shabby or Susie. <laughs> <laughs> this girl Susie. I know, Susie. It was Susie. <laughs> People call me by so many different names, and they're all like different. Mostly parts snake, of me. but yeah, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Bad for the brand. Um, <laughs> Nervous laugh. <laughs> just like looking at my notes, but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, energetically, just for everybody, you know, it's something that you should watch out for. Yeah, I mean, go and fuck all you want, but like at the same time, again, male or female, because I've had this conversation with some of my homies too. <clears throat> and it's great to have sex and it's great to like just you know go out and have fun but at the same time it, if you do it so often you kind of feel depleted you kind of yeah. feel like just like like a it piece of me like just kind of like yeah it's empty. Reverse, like yeah. where you feel like you're doing this because you want like connection or something mm -hmm. or it does the opposite pleasure or whatever it, whatever it is at the moment and then you do it and it's like oh this this is the opposite, the opposite. and now i feel yeah. like even less like even mm -hmm. worse yeah of yeah. what i wanted like yeah to, Maybe not the to. first time or second time, but if you do it enough, it's yeah. like I've completely done the opposite of what I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. We agree on that. Thankfully. <laughs> okay, let me see. I feel like we agree on a lot of things. We do, but we definitely have diff We agree on the same subjects, but along the way, it, the, the route to it, right. the destination is the same, but the journey to that destination is very different. So we might, yeah. sometimes we, you know. I like how you describe that. Discuss it differently, yeah. So it's important for these double standards to for people to be aware of them. Um, for yeah, be aware of it. Catch, catch yourself when you're when you're thinking this type of way. Um, and it also depends on, if you want to keep the double standards. Yo, it's your prerogative. Like keep the double standards. Yeah. Just you know, just don't shit on other people for not meeting your views or your yeah. quality of life or whatever. Like, live and let live type of thing. Why do you think people want to keep, like, why do you think men want to keep those double standards <clears throat> or, like, want to view women? There's so many reasons. Um, you're brought up that way. You're brought up that way. You think, yeah, it's, it's, it's indoctrinated. It's taught mm -hmm. in the family and society. Um, and uh, 
A key that can open any lock is a powerful key, but a lock that can be opened by any key is a shitty lock. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little bit. See, but that's but that's in doc. A little bit. But that's taught into me, and a yeah. small small part of me does believe it. I'll be honest. I, I will. I'm trying really hard to not think that way, but <clears throat> but I do. It's it's the fact. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it's easier. It's easier just to hold to. Maybe maybe guys become fearful of women that are too sexual, like you know, or oh she's out here fucking everyone, and I don't know. It's there's there's a myriad of reasons, but ultimately <clears throat> at the core of it, I think it's just taught. They're taught to men, and you just at the core that's that's where it sits. You yeah. know, like no, no, this isn't innate. Babies aren't born thinking, you know, girl babies are sluts. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I think it's interesting because I think a lot of of like these. Uh, ways of thinking are also taught by women, <laughs> by their moms, like by Sorry. people's moms. Like the other day, my mom was talking to me about how she had a friend who, her her, his kid got in trouble in school, mm -hmm. and he got reprimanded by his teacher, and that his his father was talking to my mom about how he was like so mad that he was like about to like hit him in front of his teacher or whatever, and my mom was like, no, don't do that. Like he's a man. He's gonna feel shamed. I'm like, what does it matter if he's like a man That's or crazy. a woman? And my mom just like didn't even realize what she said, like, or like kind of like how she internalized yeah. how she internalizes sexism in that way, right? And it's it's everybody. It's like all of like our parents, us, um, and it's like I asked her. I'm like, what does it have to do <clears throat> that he's a guy or a girl? And she said, well, you know, because men feel more ashamed. Um, it's the male ego. It's the male ego, right? But it's also like the woman always protecting the male ego, right? Damn. So it's like a it's like a symbiotic kind of right. like relationship. Wow, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good. You know, you have to like catch yourself <clears throat> if you want, if you really like actually want to. If you care, yeah. If you care, because I'm not gonna say feminism because I feel like people get triggered with that word, but it's it's about our next topic is feminism. <laughs> so get stay tuned. It's, it's not just about protecting women and like making sure that women are equal or whatever. It's also like it, these systems also benefit <coughs> males, you know, like feminism. They're created for for the equality of like everybody. It's not just like towards women. It started with mm. women. It did because women didn't have the right to That's vote. Where we're they didn't have disagree. property rights. They didn't have like all these things. Um, and now it's it's just evolved, I think, into into something different that benefits even men, paternity leave. You know, it's something that came from like the foundation of equality, and it benefits men. Um, so I find it interesting <laughs> when women say, "I'm not a." It's, it's usually like, "I'm not a feminist," but and then they insert something that feminism is fighting for, like for them to have. It's kind of like, "I'm not a racist," but but that yeah, but it's the opposite. Because right. They'll say, "I'm not a feminist," but but in my I view, I hate it when. <laughs> I am earning 80 cents to like what the male is earning a dollar, what men are earning a dollar for. <clears throat> well, because right? at the end of the day, all you're looking for is equality. I don't think equality should be labeled feminism or masculinism, if that's even a word, I don't know, or ism, ism, ism. It's just if you really believe in the equality of any people, systems, ideas, beliefs, you don't segregate them into a whole movement or thing of their own. It's just equality. It's just what it is. And I agree that since women have been underrepresented and non-equals and all this shit, and to this day we still have that issue, <clears throat> that since the males are not the problem and the, it's, it's the femininity or the feminism that's the problem, yeah, we need to bring awareness, but that's feminism itself has 
morphed itself in many ways into a fucking monster. Like it's just become something ugly in a lot of women mm. um, where it just becomes about hating men and the patriarchy and all this shit. And if you're really trying to have a healthy symbiotic ecosystem, ecosystem I don't know if I even use that in the right context. Um, who knows what he's talking who knows about? Who knows what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, then that becomes yeah. harmful, <clears throat> specifically towards them, towards males. Like if you're like teaching little kids like about toxic uh, little boys about toxic masculinity, this and that, and it's bad to be a guy and it's bad to be manly and it's bad to be, what is that? You're causing more the problems that you're trying to fix within the male. If you're trying to fix male like emo uh, repressing emotions or male mentality or all these things that clearly males need help with, it, we we haven't had that kind of like. I guess, yeah, help in the past, mm -hmm. then these types of beliefs in the, in the feminism community uh, harbor that. They, they embe not embellish, they exacerbate that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do you understand? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I didn't make any sense? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I, I do. Um, I think that to say, to add on to what you said about the patriarchy, you don't have to be female to hate the patriarchy. No, correct. But I added it on in there, but whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what, what did you say after that? <laughs> so that how, <clears throat> for example, um, a few years ago, I'll never forget this. I was, it was some sort of, I don't remember where I was at. I was at a store and I opened the door for a woman. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she goes, I don't need a man to open a door for me. I, I have two hands. I swear to God, I wanted to grab the door and just slam yeah. it at her. Like, what is that guy? Like, what is wrong with you? Right. I would have I done mean, that for a guy too. It's just manners. It's just manners like, right? how are you so like indoctrinated by the media or whatever the fuck narrative people want to like shove up your asshole that you're out here being rude as fuck to people? Right. That's not, you, you but get that's me? that's not what it's about. And I feel like that's where the miscommunication happens. It's not what it's about, but there's many people in, the, in that feminism community that cultivate that. Right. Like, you it's have to way. separate the two. Like, the feminism that is about actual equality and fixing issues and the feminism that is about like these like butch lesbians that are like fuck men and like you know men are all the devil and all this crazy shit some of them don't take it that far but in a lot of their actions they take it to that extent right i mean that's just anger i think it's like anger to, towards a system that hasn't never worked for you and how does anger fix a problem i don't know i think that when people say i don't need a man to do this, that's also an issue. Because yeah, I don't need a man to to own my own house. Absolutely. Because of property rights that feminism got us to, right? <clears throat> but I don't need a man to to vote. I don't need a man to own a car, to have a job, not even to raise a kid, right? But my thing is like, yeah, I don't need one, but I want one because we're supposed to be together in this partnership Correct. and have like this it's a duality sort of thing it, it's a duality so it's also what i what i um wrote in my notes it's kind of like you're trying uh, not everyone but a lot of these feminists they're trying to break away the natural order and i'm not talking about the natural about female male it could be two males or two females whatever but everything in life has its its duality right and wrong yin and yang female male in, in, every, in everything, even in energy, it's like, right, the masculine energy and the feminine energy, and the, but sexually, they could both be the same, the same gender. Everything has its balance. <clears throat> and trying to do away with the other is just harmful for the entire yeah. sanctity or, of, of everything, of the way the world functions itself, and the animal planet, the plant planet, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not trying to do away with <laughs> with men we and know like Swanee's masculine not energy because I feel like, like going back to what I was saying, that I feel that I don't need a man to do those things. But if I if I tell you I don't need a man to like live with me in my house or to raise my kid, then I put myself in a worse position because I I rely just on myself, right? And I have to work double as hard to like, pasando raise trabajo por gusto. Right, where I could just be happy and like. <laughs> accept what it is that I want. And that's with any partner. Like, it doesn't have to be, you know, male-female partners, but that's just what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. But even, like, like gay couples, you have the masculine and feminine energy, right. usually, you know? So right. it's not it's not about that. It's just, like, the, that's the natural order of things, whether, you know, that's the sexuality of it is, is irrelevant to that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's just so much to talk about that we could never just discuss now, like, in terms of, gender and like sexuality as it relates to feminism or as it relates to certain like social movements because it's so nuanced that at some point you're like i don't know where we started and where we ended talking about this you know but even my, my thing is just trying to do away with masculinity itself like <clears throat> i understand we're trying to do away with masculinity that can be considered toxic and i hate the term toxic masculinity but yeah some why do you hate it because you need because you need Men, you need strength in a society, no matter... Sh now, maybe you just need to direct that strength and that masculinity in the right manner, not yeah. do away with it. It's, yeah. it's to me, it's, I mean, it's specific. and it, it's just, do away with it, though. No, a lot of people, yes. There, there's so many instances and videos of, of, like, moms, like, shaming little boys for doing little boy things, like toxic masculinity type of thing. They're little boys. Yeah. Like, that's, it's things yeah. that these little boys are still so young that they probably haven't even learned. It's just innate to them because mm -hmm. of their chemistry, their body. They're like, no, that's, be more feminine. Like, no, let him oh, be, I've actually seen the let opposite. him be who he, who yeah. he is. And then if he wants to be like more feminine in the future or whatever, but, but let him develop. It's, it's going against, you see the hypocrite, the hypocriticism in it. It's going against the way they naturally want to be, right? But when they naturally want to be, gay or or transgender whatever oh that's what the natural be but if a little boy wants to be naturally like you're like no don't be a man like no if you want people to be naturally who they really are you have to accept them all for who they are and if some behaviors are harmful well <coughs> learn to drive and why are you laughing at me <laughs> namaste accept <laughs> everybody world's peace <laughs> because it's it's true it's yeah. it's there's such a hypocrisy in it like yeah. it's a double standard as well mm -hmm. Well, I think I've seen the opposite because I've been, one time I was walking, and this was recently, I was walking in Walmart, and there was this little kid in the cart, in the shopping cart, and there was, his parents were next to him. He, he's, his mom tells him, pick a toothbrush, because he needed a new one, and he picks the pink one. And his dad says, he's like, no, not that pink, pink is for girls. Yeah. And I, I felt like personally attacked, like in that instance, because he, his dad got so mad. And the mom was like, just let him pick whatever toothbrush he wants. Like, it doesn't matter the color. He's like, no, you're not going to get a pink, pink toothbrush because pink is for girls. And I was just like, this is, it, there's just so much to, to it's this, a right? it's, a, it's a fucking color. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But it's a gender color, right? <clears throat> it's a gender color, So yeah. it's like, we interact with, with gender and sex, like, every day and, like, all types of marketing and everything. So that's why it's important to educate yourself on these things so that when you see it, you can call it for what it is. You and have you can to. Say, you have you're to not want. being sold to, right? Unless you decide, like, yes, I do agree with this, you know, with sexism or whatever. Um, you have to care. You have to want to really yeah. 
shape your thought and your and just be a better person to yourself, to your community. By being a better person to yourself, <clears throat> you're a better person to the community and to your family and to surroundings and all that shit. And that's ultimately what it stems yeah. what it stems into. Yeah, and even like thinking outside of your individual self, like thinking globally, there's still women who don't have equal rights, who oh, don't yeah. have the same Terrible. access to reproductive. Mm -hmm. There's women in the United States who don't have the same access to reproductive systems that other states do. Um, not the same education, like everywhere. So it, you, it also influences like what happens globally on a global scale. So if you're educating yourself on this, then you're actually saving the world. <laughs> it's a hot take from Fun with Swan. <laughs> it's true though. No, I agree. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's my issue with with feminism. Really, like, it's more egalit egalitarianism than feminism. It's just like equality of it all. Again, I feel like when you segregate these things, like you're not really you're doing the opposite. You're just segregating more and more. Well, I think because of the way that it started. Yeah, um, it's under it underrepresentation and yeah. yeah. Or like <clears throat> not being able to vote. You know, not being ha not having the same. Access but at things. some point, I feel like you, these movements have to continue, correct, to con to continue to evolve the rest of society and all this. But at the same time, while not segregating themselves, while just becoming more inclusive yeah. with the general, yeah. than actual like, oh, we're just separate right. on our own, right. like. And that's even an issue within like the Guy. feminist, like the third or fourth wave feminist community. It's like. It's like you have to also include now all of these other, you know, factors that mm -hmm. that are they go into account like race, uh, gender, locate, whatever it is, social um, class, and so it's even a discussion within that. So my thing is just like coming from like a theoretical background of it, of like learning about it, and talking to somebody who doesn't have that background. It's like, yeah, how can I get this message to you? How can I like say that feminism is also good for you as a man, and that you can kind of understand. Um, or like get to that place where it's like we're just having a conversation. I don't know anything. Like I don't know more than you. I just have like this background of like the history of it, right? Mm -hmm. But in terms of where we're getting at, or where I'm, I'm trying to get at, is like I I want you to have this information, and that's like that's what it is behind everything. Like and every social movement. <clears throat> and there is, and you're right. There is um, benefits that males do. I think receive from the right type of feminism. Um, and like you said, it's paternity leave and maybe um, mental health types of programs for men, realizing that men have emotions too, men cry, men doesn't feel shit. You, just don't, yeah. you don't just harbor that inside and fucking you know, blow your brains out one day. Um, <laughs> or somebody else's. Or somebody else's, that, yeah, that's, you know, so there's a lot of good that feminism does bring, but the right type of feminism. Um, yeah. I mean, I, just to like reiterate the same, like the same points we've been making that maternity leave, equal pay, all of these rights are because of feminism. So I don't know, I just get, I don't get triggered, but I just get like when I hear a woman say, I'm not a feminist, but I'm like, that's, you're literally, or you, you want these same things, but you don't want to say the word feminist because we've been so ingrained to think <coughs> that like, the feminine is something oh, that that's, we shouldn't That's a great topic. I just, with. That triggered in me. Miami, now that we're on the topic of Miami women and feminism and all that shit, Miami's a big hub for anti-feminist women mm. because they mm -hmm. really embrace the macho culture. They're mm -hmm. like, tell me what the fuck to do. I want to be home cooking. I want to be home cleaning. You're the man. I'll do whatever the fuck you say. Like, I mean, I've never said that. No, I know. <laughs> 
I don't cook, I don't clean. <laughs> but let me tell you, I got you still you don't got a ring. <laughs> I got a ring. And I do cook and clean. That's why you don't got a ring. I'm just kidding. Um but yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of because it's a Hispanic yeah. culture, right? So do you think it's this interesting is, mm-hmm. because I feel like like in terms of like romantic partners, like I, I definitely want to feel like security and supported and mask like I like the masculine energy. <clears throat> and I like that dynamic and dynamic because I think I am very feminine in that way. The balance, yeah. Yeah. Outside of feminist, mm-hmm. I think I'm very feminine. Um but it's also yeah, I think I think it's like a an interesting power play where it's like, okay, individually maybe I do like that in a romantic thing and on like a romantic scale, but mm-hmm. globally and like in in terms of systems of oppression that are like created to not help me out or help you out as a minority or as you're as a woman, then I'm like, you know, it doesn't work like that. But I don't know maybe it's like the the, the Latinx culture where it's like I think it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's bred in the in our Latino yeah. past and shit. I guess because of I got uh, if you let me phrase this the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me holding back my words. <laughs> Phrase it how you want to phrase it. <clears throat> it comes from the, if you ask a, a true feminist, right, they'll probably say it comes from the, the patriarchy, the machismo, machismo culture, right, that have subdued the woman into her, her place, you know, in the kitchen or, you know, being taken care of, like being submissive. Um, and that's probably bred that mentality yeah. of woman to like that right or to to, to think that's what to she's think that's what she's supposed to be doing and, wait this is where it gets interesting <coughs> but what if she actually do. does yeah. yeah some women do and this is where it gets like i said like more complex nuanced, right? yeah. Where, nuance yeah um because some women do right and i feel like sometimes you see women who are very much dedicated to their professional lives um say oh you know, have this. I've seen interactions where it's like one of one of the women are, um, you know, stay at home, and the other one is a professional, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like they shame the stay at home mom because she's like, oh, well, you have all this time because you stay at home and like. You have I all think this that's time a full time job this, being at right? home, right? And then the other one <clears throat> shames, you know, somebody like shames a professional for not doing this, right? So it goes like back and forth, critiquing goes, each yeah. other, yeah, and also not something that we should. Die. <laughs> You know, be thinking that my because I chose my career, I'm better because I chose choose not to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to go back to like what you were saying about like our culture and where we come from. I think like when I go to Cuba, I see that women find a lot of value in being like at home and being able to like make food for everybody, and that's that's a, that's a sense as the of care, value caretaker of the family, right? Right. Um, and I think that a lot of women do enjoy that. Um, I think that's perfectly admirable. If that's I, it all com- goes down to what is your truth? Right. What is your, what brings you joy? Right. If it's a corporate job, it's a corporate job. If it's a stay-at-home mom, it's a stay-at-home mom, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah, I mean, and if you can be a stay-at-home mom, like, I'm all for it. Go for it. I'm down to be a stay-at-home mom <laughs> for, like, a couple years. She's looking for a, <laughs> for a partner, preferably male, that will uh, work and uh, take care of her. <laughs> Plot twist. She's... <laughs> Plot twist, she's the anti-feminist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, okay, that's another topic, like, sugar babies and, like, women who are, like, all about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this is a good topic, too. That's big in Miami, too. Yeah. We can, that could be a whole other episode, yeah. Yeah. And, like, to touch on it briefly, I think it's interesting because I always see, like, people on TikTok talk about, this is how I get my money as a sugar baby, blah, 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 and it's like, oh, that's interesting. You're, like, using a system 
you're you're finding your sort of loopholes within like the system that doesn't really favor you by doing this. So I'm interested in like how that works and how they feel emotionally towards that because I know a lot of women are. Because like, she's trying to become a sugar baby. <laughs> I'm interested in where we could find these sugar daddies. <laughs> Sugarbabies.com. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, ask me how I know that. The girls will like give you resources on how to find these things. I think it's a great topic and we could get into it later, but just go on OnlyFans. That's a whole other topic, OnlyFans. That's a whole other topic too. Um, <sighs> this, yeah. At the end of the day, it all goes down to what's your truth, right? And live and let live. That's that's it. And extra extremism 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 being too extreme to one end of any subject I feel is is harmful for society for many things and <clears throat> yeah yeah that's it yeah well thank you Susie Susie Swanee Shabby that's it for now Snake <laughs> that's it for now we've had a very interesting conversation yeah it's really good heck bye my dude. And um, yeah, follow Fun with Swan on Instagram. Plug your, um, pl your follow stuff. Follow me on YouTube, first and foremost, <laughs> Swanny Garcia, on, on Instagram and on TikTok. I am a lot better on TikTok. Um, I have Keto with Swan, which is like my food recipe page. Because <laughs> I don't cook, I don't clean, but like I do. <laughs> and then I have um, my other page, which is, I don't know, just like for fun. Because I love TikTok, <laughs> so I have two accounts. Anyway, follow me there. The book is coming out soon, and women, the women that are watching this, I think are gonna like it. So. Awesome! Nice little hint of what's to come up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all the time we got for today. Remember to like, subscribe if you haven't already, because I got a few of you that just been watching and you're not subscribed. So what is that guy? And um, comment, share, share. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, guys. I want to say your ending statement. You want to say it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, Swine's going to okay, take over. It's going to be good. And as always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can I walk out of here for this? <laughs> and as always. And as always, no te metas con nadie para que nadie te la meta. <laughs> See you next Thursday, guys. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>